Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Jo Elvin, editor-in-chief of Glamour Magazine and host of the Magic Glamour Pod Cupboard. And today, it's pretty, it's kind of a steamy hot day, but it's also we're pretty excited Joining me is Lucy Jones, our managing editor. Hello, everyone. It's been a while between drinks for you on the Glamour podcast. I know. I feel like I've been sat in the bench. Yeah. Well, back. you know, back, you baby. back pushed you in forward. And thank you so much for joining us today. It is the absolutely scary, talented and smart Charlie XEX. Hello. Yay. Ooh. What's up? Hi. What's up? You've got a great jumper on. I know that much. <laughs> thank you. You're going to get really hot. I know. I'm already kind of feeling it a bit I'm to be sorry. honest it's okay it's okay it's a look though isn't it, so it gotta, uh, yeah do when, it for the look when you're committed to a look <laughs> you just got to stick with it exactly I agree but also um being glamour we've also got a whole beauty cupboard behind the pod cupboard okay great deodorants soaps I'll just raid that afterwards amazing whatever you need <laughs> thank you how's it going I'm very very excited about your new single yeah me too um it's called I'm boys excited. yeah it's called boys and um, it's basically, the song is basically just about having loads of boy crushes, and really. Just thinking about boys. Exactly. Thinking about boys, dreaming about boys, whatever. Which yeah. boys are you thinking about right now? I'm always thinking about Bill Murray. Mm. Which is... I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, which is maybe a bit odd. Tell me more about that. Did well... You, did you have, uh, have you had one of those awful dreams where you didn't fancy someone and then you dreamt about them? And then you do fancy him. Is it is it that scenario with Bill Murray? <laughs> no, I've just always genuinely fancied Bill Murray. I do get it. You get it. I get it. I he's get it. funny. He's a funny guy. It. You get yeah. it too. Great. Yeah. Okay, so we're all on the same page. So we can all fight over him. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Which film did it for you? Um, I think Lost in Translation was like the mm. number one film. But also when he's um, he's in Space Jam, right? And he's wearing like the um. Umbrella hat. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. That's I pretty cute. No, that's pretty cute. One of my favourite films. My daughter's having a quite serious Groundhog Day phase at the moment, oh, which involves great. watching Groundhog Day over and over and over and over that again in a sort of delicious irony. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. And he was, you know, he had a roguish 
disgusting charm in that? Yeah, I think Groundhog Day like is not one of my faves, but I, I mean, I still get it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry I raised the subject of Groundhog Day. No, no, no. I still get it. I still get it. So he's a bit of a glaring omission in what is an absolutely star-studded video for boys. Yeah. Did you ask him to be in it? You know what? I didn't ask Bill Murray to be in my video. Um, I heard he doesn't have a manager or a mobile phone. I heard that. I don't know if that's just a rumour. Yeah, but I don't think that's... Um, you know, look at your CV. Look at the things you've done. Look at the, look at the self-made woman you are. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I just think, forgot. I don't think that's insurmountable for Charlie XCX. Okay, I should have I should have hit him up. I'm Next very time. disappointed. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, there are lots of other cool people in the video. There sure are. Yeah. So shall I drop the names or should you? You do it. You do the name drop. <laughs> well, there's. I mean, gosh, I've, I've got a bit blank. But like Stormzy's in there. Yeah. You've got a Jonas brother. Yeah. We've got. My secret guilty, he's far too young for me, but raging crush, Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go for it. I know. It's I a reckon bit, go for it. It's a little bit you tree of me, but <laughs> wow. he's you, just so you damn You said that's not me. Like, literally. <laughs> I think I, I possibly... Stepping back from that reference. I, I could be his rather teenage mum, but I think I could technically, biologically be his mum. But do you know him? I don't know him that well. I mean, the thing with this video was like, I really had to hustle. It was like a lot of hustling. Like some people um, I knew really well and were friends and I would just hit up until they were like, okay, Charlie, we'll do this. Some people were like, yeah, let's do it. And then I had to actually like join a like really embarrassing like celebrity dating app to like hit up some other people. Is that, are we normals allowed to know what it's called? I don't know if, maybe I shouldn't say it because I might get kicked off it. What is it? What is it? It It does. Yeah, what we're you talking know, about. You know, you know. I don't know. So yeah, I yeah. like joined this app, and then I was like, "Hey, like, kind of like chatting to guys." Is this just your excuse to say you've joined this app? Is this how you're covering we your could profile? Say, yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. No, I was actually I was using it for business. Okay, yeah, I promise. I do sure. that with Tinder. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so it was cool. It was like a cool process, like getting everyone together and I was like brainstorming scenes with each of the guys who's in the video and it was fun like you know I mean I directed it and I made like a conscious decision to not be in the video and it's it's so cool thank you yeah I've only seen a very short clip of it but it's for obvious reasons it's mesmerizing thank you yeah (laughs) and um I mean what was cool was like the guys you know I, I didn't kind of um like mince my words when I was telling them the whole concept behind the video and we're just uh, gonna pervert you is that what yeah, you, yeah basically yeah. I was like you know I really want to revert the male gaze mm. like let's do it you so, guys are the objects I told this. you she was clever she put a really intelligent spin on, uh, your, on yeah. my reading of it <laughs> but, yeah. but they were like great let's do it they were all down so that that was really encouraging actually that they were so kind of into that and I loved um you know the subverting some of the the stereotypes of what women go weak at the knees for, you know, the topless man with the puppies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> pouring syrup on pancakes. Yeah. You know, all you needed was somebody loading a dishwasher. And I then know. I think you would oh have had all <laughs> Well, we, I think we have someone, we have someone doing dishes yeah. in the video, which is good, in like marigolds. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I was also trying to get in those scenes that like are often, um, you know, women are often like, considered sexy in certain scenarios whether it's like a pillow fight or like being in a paddling pool or washing a car you know like those like terrible like american like 
stereotypes. So I kind of threw them in as well. And people took it. They were, they were down. And I was... Um really surprised and, and pleasantly surprised by how many men look really good in millennial pink yeah they do right yeah. it's the color it's gorgeous yeah it's the color yeah, yeah. <laughs> i really want to know more about this dating app don't you oh my god i want to know who you've swiped um oh for business purposes or no yeah. <laughs> um, okay right no i can't i can't because i'll then i'll blow up their secret yeah, you might get, um, yeah i'll get reported I'll get, or something yeah. so okay without naming names is there somebody on there who you just couldn't believe was on there? Yes, yes, but I literally can't I'll tell you. Give who us it a is. clue. I can't because then I'll get kicked off the app, and you know we all know that I secretly like really want to be on this app. So yeah. So is it a networking thing, or do you think people are there to hook up? I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's both. Like I, I, I mean, yeah, I think it's both. Basically, oh, that's a safe answer. I know. I really want to know more about this app. I know. I want to get a profile. You can there, join. But... Just join. You got this. Trust. You think, but yeah. ha- don't you have to be celebrity? I think you got it. I think you would like join for sure. Can Absolutely. you imagine? Let's get Joe. Let's do we a profile. Be- Let's do a profile for you today. Sure, we'll yeah. just see how it goes. Let's do a profile. I'm slightly wondering how my husband might feel. About it's for business. Oh, he'll business. be fine. He'll be fine. He probably will be fine with it. That would be even worse. <laughs> be like, yeah, whatever. Don't just mind. Leave me to watch Game of Thrones. You do what you want with your evenings. <laughs> um, who was the hardest get for the video? The hardest and, and the easiest get. Uh, <laughs> um let me think let me think i mean the easiest a lot of people were quite easy like to get they were down you know um because you are all powerful yeah music totally. god <laughs> let's yeah. just say that let's yeah. just say that yeah. i'm trying to think who was hard to get like um tom daly was pretty hard not because he's a diva just because we had to like there were a couple of shoot days then we had to cancel and we had to go again i'm telling you in my experience athletes are the hardest yeah i mean they're like working out all the time just married to the training and the routine and they will not be swayed from it so you know you have to respect the discipline totally but it's really hard to get them he was great though like Mm. when we did finally get to shoot him he was really great he was like such a sport we like managed to get him in the shower like so that was great well he's um, basically a fish he just needs to be wet at all times totally <laughs> yeah. yeah um so but there were yeah so he was like it, it scheduled like issues but when it happened it was great and he was really lovely and so sweet um and i mean a lot of it was just really like such a hustle because we shot at coachella so it's just kind of grabbing people amazing and we did days in LA and London so it was really just getting people who were around and being like come don't be late you and, know? You're, and you're the director you're also a writer a performer all sorts yeah. I mean and you've never I don't know you, you basically came out of the womb and this was <laughs> decided wasn't it this was your calling and your passion yeah I started writing songs from quite a young age and I quite um, a young age what was it about 13 14 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I um just really loved it i mean a lot of the songs that i was writing around that time were t- really terrible uh, and luckily they're all on the internet which is great but um <laughs> i just you know like you write like a hundred songs one of them's going to eventually be all right so that's kind of that was my strategy so i just kind of kept writing and um yeah then here i am now and where do you think when you say oh they were terrible they were terrible where did you get the confidence to keep going even if you were thinking oh that one's not very good and that one's not very well good. that's the issue at the time I thought they were really good which is why they're all that's on the internet awesome. now which yeah. isn't great but um I don't know I just really enjoyed it like I think I've just found my uh my passion like what yeah. I really loved to do 
was write songs just because it was kind of like escapism and um you know a way for me to express myself do you think that yes obviously you're incredibly talented and you've been so validated in that now with like hit after hit and award after award but do you think that because you had that sort of like missile like focus and you weren't interested in doing anything else do you think that's been a huge part of why it has worked um you know I don't really know I think especially in creative industries I think there's obviously like talent is important but I think there's so much to say for timing and luck and you know there are so many talented songwriters and artists out there who probably will never be heard and that's a real shame and I think that's just the way that the internet is now it's like you know it's not really just about having a really great song anymore it's about so many different um kind of factors coming together and working in the right way so I don't know like if it was the my kind of like focus on just doing music I don't know like I think a luck has a lot to do with it oh, but also like honesty uh, but yeah. I mean I did, wasn't doing anything else like it is I think you know if you love something you and you put a lot of passion and energy into yeah. something then you, it's more likely that you will kind it's, of succeed that, that favorite quote of mine is that you know the harder I work the luckier I get there you <laughs> go that's a good quote yeah. Charlie XCX, this is something that you said you'd be happy to talk about. It's like, is it okay to actually admit that you're happy? Sometimes I think there is. People are a bit embarrassed or people want to drag you down if you if you admit that things are good in your life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I do know what you mean. I mean, I think there's this whole kind of, there can be a misconception of like projecting your happiness with being um, arrogant or showing off. Yes, sometimes I, I think that's a very British interpretation. Totally, of it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's so British yeah. as well. Like, I think there's this thing, you know, in the UK about you kind of always have to like subdue your successes, or if you're like feeling really good, whereas like people in America are like, guys, I'm so freaking happy today. I feel really good, you know. And I think it's a, you can really see the difference. And just going back to what you were saying a minute ago about oh, oh, I don't know how. I think a lot of this is my luck. I don't, you know, Americans are more likely to say yeah. They're like, I'm so I talented. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I kind of envy that. I wish we could bottle that. Yeah, I know it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah. But I mean, I think it obviously it is really good to um you know show if you're feeling happy I think it's totally fine to completely own that feeling and admit that and especially I think when you're around like real true friends who are also really happy for you I think um you know that it can only be like a celebrated thing but yes. when whenever there's like someone in the mix who maybe like isn't a real friend or there's yeah. some kind of like jealousy vibe going on then that's I think when problems begin have you had to deal with that in your career um you know what I would think I'm really lucky that like most of my close friends they they just like don't care about my musical successes of course they're really happy for me that must be a great feeling no it, it is it actually is though it's like that it's not about that for, for them do you know what I mean it's like of course they're happy for me and they're like well done you're doing really well but like when doesn't I change their, it doesn't change yeah. like when when we hang out we're not talking about like my career we're talking about the really like stupid unimportant things that like only 
myself and them can kind of yeah. communicate about, which yeah. is what a true friendship is about, you know? Yeah. Um, so I really love that in that sense. But of course they're happy for me, but then we don't like sit down and we're like, well done about this. Like yeah. that would be weird. It would be really weird. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But that's the difference as well with being happy. I think there's one thing about being happy um, and being content and accepting, you know, this is nice. My life is good. It's good. Yeah. But there's also showing off. I think there's totally. two different versions, aren't there? So totally. you could be having a group of friends around you that are like, great, you're doing well. Let's all be friends together and celebrate that. But it sounds like your friends are actually just very true and honest. Why are we so down on showing off? I think that's really interesting. That's a, that, that's such a, a default setting. Like that's disgusting <laughs> yeah. to, to say, look what I've done. Why We don't like it, do we? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. We're I'm British. Really... We're sorry. We're yeah. sorry we're even here in the room. Yeah. I don't know. It is odd, isn't it? I don't know. It's like, I definitely feel like if I've achieved something that I'm really proud of like there is that kind of awkwardness when it comes to yes. talking about it you're like oh my god I'm being that person like I'm talking about myself like I really feel that I don't know why maybe it's just kind of like ingrained in our culture yeah we're taught that humble is attractive aren't yeah we? totally but I do think it is though it is I do I do like do you like it when someone's like hey I won this award and it's amazing do you know um, what I mean? It's kind of like, all right, chill out. I think years ago, I tried to train myself to not have that default being rankled about it. Right, right. And it, just a tiny example, I remember one of my uh, dear friends who now lives in Australia, Jane, I remember the first one day, she's a really great looking woman. And, and I said to her one day, oh, I love that dress. And she went, it's great, isn't it? I'm so pleased with it. And I, and I, and I remember thinking, blimey. <laughs> someone likes them and I thought why are you doing that you just told her she looks great she does look yeah, great yeah. she's really happy she looks great yeah why is that not okay mm-hmm. and so I was like actually I think she was one of the first women I ever met who didn't apologize for her presence right and you know I nobody wants to be arrogant but no. I try to remember that it's all right particularly yeah. for women mm-hmm. it's all right to say do you know what I've had hit singles and I've won billboard awards and I've done this and that and that's pretty boss actually can you just say something like that oh right my now? gosh no, no, no. <laughs> you said it for me see I'm being British again you oh, said my it for word. me that's enough Hey, James Williams. Oh, hey, Joe Elvin. What are you doing on September 16th? Well, the London Podcast Festival is on, Joe, and they've only gone and invited Hey, It's Okay along. Don't make us sit in a pod cupboard all alone, dear listeners. Come and see me and Joe and a fabulous celebrity guest putting the world to right. Get your tickets at kingsplace.co.uk. They're selling out fast. See you there. Lucy Jones, Charlie XCX. Is it okay to like a drink? Yes. Yes, tentatively. Oh, man. She's killing our buzz already. I just went straight for the hard <laughs> yes. Of course, yes. Yeah. Of course, yes. My answer is short and sweet. Being absolutely blottered all the time. Maybe not. Yeah, sure. But, like, it is all right, though. Yeah, it's totally to have fine. a drink. I feel like we're all in solid agreement. I know, that. and I certainly feel like whatever we say, though, is going to make people out there going, she's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's it's cool. It's, like, fun to... Um, you know, everyone's allowed to, like, let loose once in a while. Of course, like, if you're, like, raging every night, which I definitely have done in the past, like, maybe that's not, like, the most healthiest thing mm. ever. Um, but I do think it's fine to, you know, 
have a drink now and again. Now Smash. and again? Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I'm sort of like coming around to the idea, um, and my husband will roar laughing if he's listening to this, but, I, you know, I, as I'm getting older, it's just not doing me any good. I'm sort of actually thinking about just not doing it anymore. But, yeah. but why, yeah. why make the distinction between stopping altogether or just having the odd one? As they come up. Yeah. I'm not so good. If I'm out for a drink, I'm out for a drink. You're like yeah. all in, all yeah. or nothing. So I find, it, I find having one glass of wine and then going home, I find that much more difficult right. than not going to the pub. Yeah. Joe, we're in a spa- safe space. I feel like there's some coming out here. But no, I've got to the point now where I don't really enjoy being drunk. Like drunk, right. drunk. Totally, yeah. right. So I go out. I won't take my car so I can have more than one. But mm-hmm. I can um, kind of get to the point where I have maybe a few and I'm like no this is not enjoyable anymore the pleasure of having that first sip or that nice taste is gone right and I'm trying not to just be drunk yeah do you find that you have to be really disciplined with you know on the road life no no <laughs> not really <laughs> I mean it's like <sighs> my management are just like head in hand yeah. over there. what's she gonna say now um no yeah. I mean you know it's like there's obviously like being responsible and um, you know, if if I'm on a tour and I have like a show every night, I'm not going to drink every night just because it would be really like it would take its toll, you know, yeah. and my show would suffer. Um, so it's kind of like picking your nights. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if you've got a day off, like go for it. And yeah. then sometimes you'll make a mistake and be like, oh, I shouldn't have partied last night. But it's like, I, but I also did a stint of three months where I was like super like health freak I like didn't drink at all Mm. and that was the first time I've ever done anything like that I was like um I was being really super boring I was like not drinking I wasn't eating any sugar and I was exercising every day which was like such a new thing for me and it took me a while to be like to actually own it because I was like enjoy it I stopped at the beginning I hated it I was like this isn't me this is awful I'm like one of those people And, and what made you do that um, it was just, you know what? I don't know. It was just like, I had never done anything like that. I was, n- I was so not anti-exercise. I was just like, n- I honestly was never exercising. I just never really taken care or thought about my health in a serious way before right. actually ever. And then I, I don't really know what the trigger was. I I had a video in like four months or something like that. And I was like, okay, that that's a goal, you know, like, mm. I'm going to just try this and see how I go. And really, like, it took, like, a lot of talking about it, a lot of being like, yeah, you know, I'll start on Monday, like, cut to, like, 10 Mondays later kind of a thing. (laughs) But then I did it, and I I was really embarrassed to tell people at the beginning because I think people kind of associate me with this, like, party, like, lifestyle, like eating pizzas for breakfast kind of thing so then I was like oh my god is it bad for my brand like freaking out (laughs) um and then I kind of just like got into it and like I have a lot of friends who are either like sober or you know super health conscious but they still have fun like it I don't think having I don't think drinking alcohol or versus not drinking alcohol defines what person you are like if you're a fun person or if you're not I think but it I doesn't think, I think people do define you I know but yeah. and I think yeah. that's really bad because yeah. I when I was not drinking I was still like going out and partying it was just specific as to like what kind of things I could do like sitting in a pub having a conversation nightmare right. like total nightmare especially as people get drunker and yeah drunker. that yeah. was like not enjoyable yeah. at all but like going out to a club where there's like 
good music was so fine because I could like dance and party and I also did more activities like rollerblading <laughs> and bowling like which this I was literally like, sounding oh, like a you... tampon commercial now and oh, also God. have right. you done those things drunk as well because that is quite fun yeah yeah, yeah it is but it's very uh, but dangerous it, but it wasn't that bad it was basically what I'm saying is like it was cool so like drink or no drink just have fun life live great is it okay to ask Google important questions? Define an important question. Though. Well, I mean, for me, it all comes down to medical issues. Oh my God, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> same, and it's such a like black hole. It's terrible. Like, terrible. Same, there are so many times I've like Googled, like, oh, I'm ill, I better Google it. And they're like, you will die in 24 hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, yeah, I know. It's And you believe it. You yeah. like believe it. I found an actual lump in my leg earlier this year and spent, I was on holiday and spent days Googling. And I did, I went from everything to Google told me everything from, ah, it's nothing mm-hmm. to, oh my God, you've got. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 24 hours to live. Yeah. Thank God it turned out to be nothing. But, you know, it's it, it, it's but, the compulsion. You know, I'm old enough, and you, I don't know, you might be, Lucy, I'm not sure, possibly insulted it. I'm old enough to remember life before Google. Yes, right. of course I am. But right. Charlie's the, like, what, what did you do? <laughs> it's the levels of what you Google. Googling, am I going to die because there's a lump in my leg? I Googled this weekend, can I take X amount of paracetamol if I've just had an ibuprofen. That kind of basic level fact, I think, is fine. Yeah. yeah. But if yeah. you are concerned about a growth or, or a lump or something, surely call the doctor. I know, but, but isn't I, it just effort? It's just effort, and well, you just I, want Google I was to tell you abroad as well, and it was going to be some time before I could right. call the doctor. So I asked Doctor Google. Yeah. That line. Dangerous. Son of a bitch. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. I had one. I had. This was so stupid. I had like really hot ears and it had been going on for like a week and I was like to my best friend I was like Twiggy I've got really hot ears like I'm really worried about it. That just mean someone's talking I don't know but she was like okay it's hot first of all. Can I just clarify are you friends with actual supermodel Twiggy or is this somebody else? No this is my school friend (laughs) that we call Twiggy. Awesome that her name's Twiggy. Yeah Yeah. um but um 
she was like, yeah, it's kind of hot outside, so that's probably why you've got hot ears. I was like, no, it's something more than this. And I Googled it, and I, like, honestly, it took me so... Like, the fact that it took me so long to even find any kind of, like, illness related to having hot ears was probably a sign that nothing was wrong with me. But I basically found this thing, which is... It was saying that it's, like, one in one million people get this disease. And it starts in your ears, and the cartilage basically, like, rot. Oh god. But then it like goes through your whole entire body and you like rot from the inside out. And I was like, I've got it. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I've this is it. Thank you for putting that information into I was my like, hypochondriacal brain. Yeah, I was like, this is it. I'm gonna die, I'm gonna rot to death. <laughs> Help. And she was like, You're crazy. Like you literally have not got this disease at all. And I was like, I've got it, I've got it. And then the next day my ears went hot anymore. I was like, <laughs> it's over. So I wonder what it was. I don't. I think it was just warm weather. <laughs> yeah. I just when I'm panicking like that, I try to remember my friend Robert, who always says to me, for crying out loud, your life is just not that interesting. Yeah, and it's like I try to remember that. It's very arrogant, I think. Sometimes is <laughs> to think I'm that one in one million person who's going to have the weird ear thing. Yeah, but um, it's. Oh, so we're thinking maybe not googling medical. Yeah, don't Google. Yeah, what yeah. would you Google? What other important questions are there? Um, I don't know. I like is googling... Riz Ahmed single? Yeah, very yeah. important. Yeah. To know. yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it when the Google fills in the rest of the question. Yeah. Like when you type in a, a you've just realised a fit member of a band and you write their name and then it says wife. And yeah, then it's like, oh, they know where I was going with this. Yeah. I think that it's got to be boundaries of googling. Layers yeah. of Googling. Mm-hmm. I like Googling really like stupid questions like how to make a sandwich. Yeah. Because like obviously it's like you really don't need to Google that. But there's so many articles about like how to make the perfect sandwich. And I'm like, wow, someone's doing this. That's did, commitment. Did you actually go on to make a perfect sandwich? I didn't. But I have bad like hand-eye coordination. So there's like a lot of crust cutting involved. And like, I, you know, the perfect sandwich is really perfect. And I don't have the skill I'm to do that. I'm learning such brilliant, weird bits of information about you today. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. coordination. Tending to hot ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill Murray obsession. Yeah. All crucial facts. Have you Googled much about Bill Murray? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> what was the most important thing you Googled about well, Bill this, Murray? Well, uh, this is the whole no phone thing. Ah, I see. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a good Google. Could you possibly, um, do you think you could write a song? about Bill Murray that incorporated the perfect sandwich and very hot ears. Probably. I think he would find it really weird, though. I think everyone would probably find that but I really feel weird. I've, you I, wouldn't. I'd be really excited because I'd feel like a... it, it grew here in yeah, the pod cupboard. Okay. It will be a personal demo for you guys. I am, I'm going to Google hot ears as soon as I'm done here Do and see it. what I come up with. <laughs> Charlie XCX, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Pam. We have learned a phenomenal amount from one of Britain's biggest songwriting and performing stars. And we wish you all the best. And go and check out Boys the Single. It's fantastic and it looks wonderful. Yay. Thank you, Lucy Jones, as well. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.